Hi guys, I am Jen Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing. And today we are going to talk about how to handle medication in healing from chronic symptoms. I am a chronic pain coach and I talk about the mind-body connection and reversing chronic symptoms from a Christian perspective and I interview experts in the field and today I am airing the second half of an interview I did a couple months ago and it is with Dr. Rebecca Kennedy and what a great resource she is. I love the compassion at which she addresses all these issues that we have around medication. Should I be on them? Should I come off of them? Is it hindering me from healing? and such questions as those. So without further ado, I give you the second half of the interview. Please excuse the abrupt start of this um, this episode. All right, guys, until next time, bye. Okay, thank you, Dr. <laughs> Kennedy, for being here. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, let's jump right into the do's and don'ts of medication around yeah. TMS. Um, so this is going to be Dr. Kennedy's kind of um, take and an opinion on um, medicine, and I think we had we had a conversation before this um, about just really approaching this with compassion and a lot of gentleness because um, I was on medication absolutely, um, and pain is chronic pain is really difficult. So wherever you are on your journey. Um, in chronic pain, we're hoping that this will meet you where you're at with encouragement and absolutely no judgment, but um, hopefully it'll be helpful. Agreed? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's just start by just asking, like, what is, what has been your experience with medication as a, um, as a doctor and kind of your I don't know, your uh, opinion, your understanding, your experience of medication, mm -hmm. in, especially in the pain world. Yeah, right. Well, I've been a doctor for 20 years, so I was in the thick of it with the opioid epidemic. And I was a doctor who was prescribing lots of opiates. That's, you know, that's what we did. And um, again, part of what drew me to searching out other answers is that the medicines don't solve the problems and, you know, opiates or non-opiates, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's lots and lots and lots of different pills and um, that's used. And, you know, there can be some benefit for some people for sure, but in terms of chronic pain, there's certainly not a pill that just solves the problem and is the magic bullet. And I always tell people like, if there was, I would be the first person to prescribe it for you, right. but there's not. And then on top of that, then the side effects and the problems that many of the medicines can, can then cause is an even bigger problem. So again, the, it, the medicines and the, and the problem with the medicines is part of the reason even that I started looking for the other, other answers. Can you talk about that a little bit more? How did that lead you to to looking for different answers? Well, um, again, just that, you know, people were suffering yeah. and suffering and suffering, especially as a family medicine physician is that, you know, we're it, we see people, you know, we send people mm -hmm. to lots of different specialists, but they always come back to us. And if there aren't other answers, mm -hmm. um, then what are we going to do? And, you know, frankly, thinking about my life, 
for the next 20 years of my career and not being, you know, having to look people at the whites of their eyes and say, I can't help you. I just actually couldn't stomach that idea. And um, so again, that's part of what, why I was just always looking and searching for, for other um, answers in another way. Yeah. And in the previous interview, part one, um, you, you talked about how some of these things are what led you into understanding TMS. So if anybody's listening and wants to know more of that story, go back to the part one um, in the very beginning. But what is your, did, did you find that most people there are on these opioids and then um, is their pain, like a, we, you've already said it didn't solve their problem because that is not the, the, the problem is not the pain, right? Um, so what, um, what did you find that it, did for them and in your opinion is it is it helping at all what's Gosh, it doing i don't know that's really interesting you know i mean i think that i mean it definitely helps many people somewhat but yet many people would come back with over and over just suffering i mean really in a lot of pain and that it wasn't enough and um and even if we increase the dose i mean it wasn't really about you know the dose um and i did have a few patients that ended up going off the opiates and then actually it was helpful actually got a little better and going off and um you know not not a huge amount but um or at least, you know, before doing this model that I do, either the TMS, but um, I don't know, just kind of all over the place, but just most people I would say uh, with chronic pain, being treated with chronic medicines, just kind of go on and on and on suffering and really not living the life that they want to live for the most part. Yeah. I, um, I remember being on medication and not knowing if it was helping me. And yet I was scared to come off them because what if it, what if it was helping and I just didn't know it because it would be worse if I came off of it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so because of that, I just stayed on them. Yeah. Um, until, yeah. until, until I was ready. <laughs> right. Right. Um, okay. So what is your, let's just start with this. Do you believe, like, let's, let's say somebody comes to you and they are on medication, opioids are not. And, um, they ask you, do I need to come off these meds in order to heal from, I've, I've discovered the mind body connection. I know I have TMS. Do I need to come off these to heal? Do they? No, absolutely not. In fact, the way that I generally approach it is I usually don't do anything with their medicines. Yeah. I just, because I think that, you know, people are on medicines because they want to heal, because they want to get better. Mm. That's why they're taking the medicines. Mm. So, but that's just not the path. But if we now have this path, and so we get them on that path, and I have them, um, you know, do this other piece, the other work, and then when they get better, then they can stop the medicines, or they can stop wherever they want along the way. It's really up to them. Yeah. And sometimes we were talking about that. Um, you know, sometimes like some some a few patients have come to me and their doctors are trying to taper them down. 
And then they, you know, then they, they send me the patient to do this work. And so there's actually been a few times where I've talked to their doctors to say, no, actually go back up to where you were because they have so much fear and anxiety related to tapering down the medicine that that act, that piece would actually make doing this work harder. So this, you know, you've been on the medicine for 10 years, you know, another six months or year or month or whatever it is, yeah. isn't going to make a difference. So let's just go back to where you were and then, um, and then go from there. So then, so they, they start their, their TMS mind body journey. And at some point in time, they come off the medication. When when do you suggest it is a good time? Do you wait until you're completely or ninety uh, percent pain free, or wh- where do you where do you think it is best to start that process? It is a hundred percent up to the person, and I think that you know they just need to own it and be in charge of it. And whenever they think that they're ready, yes, I I just. I just love this answer because I, I remember when I came off, I would, I, I treated so slowly off and I, and I would just wait till my brain was ready. And then yeah. when my brain was ready, I would say, okay. And I cut the 16th <laughs> of my pill out literally and, um, and come off when I felt the courage to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And that, that self-compassion piece that you're talking about, just yeah. be patient. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. And, and what about for people who show up to your office and they're not on medication yet, they haven't heard about TMS. Um, how, and I'm also going to ask you about the people who have heard of TMS. What is your, yeah. what's, how would you, how would you advise somebody? They are in a lot of pain. I generally recommend not starting medicine at all. I very, very rarely do it these days. Although granted, I'm not, I just do this, this kind of TMS work mainly at this point. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, very rarely would start medicine. It's only if someone is really, you know, really has it in their mind, they're really thinking about it, they really want to do that. Um, that I would approach that. And, and again, it's not, um, and it, it, at this point in sort of this day and age, it would really almost never be an opiate. Um, but if that other yeah. medicine is, you know, some other kind of um, approach to it. Um, but in general, I, I don't, I recommend that people don't start medicines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And same answer, whether you understand TMS or, or not sounds like yeah right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay um here's a leading question what do you think it says about our beliefs about our body because with with tms we're moving towards this idea of there's nothing wrong with me so somebody just starting their journey thinking about taking medication does it does it send a message what kind of message does it send to ourselves about ourselves when we take the medication. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, you know the role that medicines can have can be some different things. I mean, I think that if there's a medicine that doesn't have side effects and it helps someone, and you know, and that's not causing a problem, have at it. Like, 
that's fine. No, no problem. Um, but I think that sometimes the role of the med, how much the medicine is helping can get blown out of proportion by our unconscious brain. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes the, the brain can think that the reason that they're doing well is because of the medicine. And then it sort of creates this dependent idea on the medicine. And that I think when that happens, it can get in, in the way a little bit of, of the healing process of like through the TMS journey yeah. um, is that then the brain doesn't fully believe that our bodies can get better and rewire and, you know, that we are actually healthy, that, that we're dependent on this pill and this medicine. Yeah. I think at some point in time, I realized that by taking the medication, I was sending myself a message that I was broken. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. and I, I think I came off it when I realized I didn't, I, oh, oh, I'm not broken. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it takes a while to mm -hmm. learn that. Yeah. And absolutely. really be convinced of it for sure. Yeah. Do you, were you, were you, were you, were you communicating that sometimes medication can have a placebo effect? Oh, it definitely can have a placebo effect a lot of times. I mean, that's what, that's what it is. That's what we do. I mean, the placebo effect is yeah. 30, 40, 50% sometimes for sure. Mm -hmm. Even, yeah. even, yeah. And that's so hard to believe because you do, you take the medication and you feel better. <laughs> yeah, right. End of subject, you know? Yes, right. And it's, you know, it's so funny. And the thing is about the placebo effect is that it does not matter really what our conscious brain thinks it is what our unconscious brain thinks and i just think it's just a, such a hard concept for us to wrap our brain around and um and so you know often people are like oh well i just i didn't even think the medicine would work and it still worked but again it's not it's not what our conscious brain believes yeah yeah that is really hard to wrap our heads around because we can't control our subconscious yeah right um, right Okay, so um, another question here. I, I actually had a question from a listener. Um, I'm in the middle of a series called You Ask and I Answer, but this one, I was like, no way, I'm not answering this. So I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, can, and I'm going to say this wrong, Effexor prevent right. you from healing completely? I've been on it for 20 years and I'm having a hard time feeling my feelings. So I think the underlying question that I have is, is if I'm supposed to feel to heal, which we talk about a lot in TMS, will anti-depression, anxiety, medication heal me from the feel to heal part of mm -hmm. the healing journey? So what's your take on, on, on anxiety and anti-depression um, mm -hmm. medication? So, I mean, I don't know that there's a, you know, a absolute right answer to that but in my experience you know and I spent decades prescribing SSRIs and anti-depression and anti-anxiety medicines and definitely a lot of people some of the side common side effect that they didn't like is they felt like it just numbed their emotions right and they just weren't able to feel their emotions with mm -hmm. that being said you know it's hard to say that with this specific work around 
TMS and the need to feel our emotions and allow ourselves to feel our emotions. I don't, I don't know that the medicine specifically is what gets in the way. I mean, frankly, I think what gets in the way of us feeling our emotions is our brain and our unconscious brain is what's learned over our lifetime that it's dangerous to feel our emotions and so, you know, I have a lot of patients that it's hard for them to feel their emotions and it takes work and they're not on medicines at all. And so yeah. I think probably the bigger role is really just what our unconscious brain learned. And I don't think that the medicine is like going to make or break anything. And I guess what I would say, if you've been on something like that for that long, it's certainly a reasonable thing to go off of, you know, if it seems like maybe it's not helping so much at this point, reasonable to talk to your doctor about, you know, going mm -hmm. off of it. And, and also TMS helps anxiety and depression and, you know, all of that yeah. piece as well, frankly. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also, I think it's fine to just stay on it. Like if they're doing fine and if they've tried going off it in the past and it's been problematic, I also think it's just fine. And I, I don't think that it would probably really get in the way of, of allowing ourselves to feel the emotions when we're really doing that piece of the work. Do you think then that, do you, do you have the same stance or different stance when you're talking about pain medication versus anti-depression, anxiety medication, um, as we're healing from TMS is kind of, is the goal to get off at all or, or you, do you see it slightly different then? I see it the same. And um, frankly, I've actually seen that the antidepressant medicines or anti-anxiety medicines get in the way of healing more from TMS. Uh -huh. not, not in terms of like not being able to feel emotions, but in terms of the belief that the pill is what is helping them. And if they don't have the pill, then they're not going to be able to recover, get healthy. Yeah. But I've seen patients also that and have tried lots and lots of different pills that weren't helpful and then get to a pill that is helping them, but then they backslide, you know, they, they worsen and then their brain goes, oh my gosh, this pill isn't helping me. And this was the last one that was out there. What am I going to do now? Instead of really trusting and understanding that with all of these techniques and this path, they can get better regardless of the pills. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, the medication saying in this case that my brain is broken. Like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Right. I think I'm seeing that I've, I've never verbalized this, but pain medication is saying my, my body is, there's something wrong with my body. It's broken. And the other one's saying my brain. Is yeah. Broken. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, any other nuggets that you want to share around medication or any category of people that I might be missing that might, might have questions that people on both antidepressants and chronic pain, we've covered them. Um, people who are not yet on medications and maybe considering it. Can you think of anybody I'm going to be missing? Um, I, I think that's, that's the major categories. For okay. sure. Yeah. Any other thing you want to share before we talk a little bit about where you're going in your career? Oh, for sure. Um, no, I think that's it. It's pretty complete. 
Okay. Love it. Um, so this next part, I do, I just want to hear about what your fall is going to look like. And then I might take this clip and, and duplicate it and put it back on the, the original one too. So both people can oh. know where to find you yeah. in, um, in the fall. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so I've been working for Kaiser Permanente for the last 15 years. And the last couple of years, I've been doing this work through Kaiser and, um, and with long COVID specifically, yeah. and have been the lead of the long COVID clinic there. So working with quite a lot of patients. Um, and then it's something I've wanted to do for quite a long time is um, just work for myself and start my own clinic. And I really just want to focus on this work specifically and, and not do kind of regular primary care work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the fall, I um, plan to start my own, um, my own clinic in Portland. So awesome. yeah, yeah. Called Resilience Healthcare. Will you do virtual care or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What will you do in person also, or just virtual? Yeah. Yeah. I'll start with both and just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, it's, primarily great because we need more doctors with TMS. We know we have a shortage um, or with TMS um, understanding foundation. So thank you. Um, What is, so I know that your website's not up and running, but you've already picked your domain. Um, Yeah. How about I just, can I just put the domain in the, in the notes and then in the future people will, it will be live at some point in time. What's your website going to be called? (laughs) Um, So it's resilience dash healthcare.com. Great. And are you going to do long-term like coaching with people or are you going to do the primary giving a diagnosis of TMS or both? What's your- Oh, both. Yeah. Kind of whatever people want. Yeah. And I also will be doing virtual classes as well, both for um, just generally any sort of TMS symptoms, but then specifically a long COVID uh, virtual class as well. Okay. And that will be in the fall. So if, if people wanted mm-hmm. to get a hold of you now, is that possible or is it best to wait till fall? Probably wait till fall. Am I, I'm yeah. hoping to have my website go live like in the next month or so, like hopefully awesome. sometime in September. Okay. This is great. Yeah. And I am licensed in Oregon and Washington. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Right, which you're in Oregon and I'm in Washington. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah, a good match. All right. Well, Dr. Kennedy, thank you for taking the time, for encouraging us all, and just sharing your thoughts on both of these like hot topics. Yeah, for sure. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Until next time. All right. Sounds good. <laughs>